Uh, what's up, guys? It's your boy Dante Stevie J. Collins, and welcome to another episode of my podcast, No Filter. Um, I hope everybody's doing good. Um, I'm sorry that I have not came with no episodes lately. Um, a lot of things has been going on. Um, you know, I'm getting through it. Um, it was like basically it was like a a mean ass 360. But, um, you know, I know God has my back through this. And my parents have my back and my family. So, y'all just pray for me, man. You know, just pray for me that um, God will give me through this situation. But I'm not going to tell you about that because it's my business. And one thing about me, I don't air my business out on um, to everybody. You know, if you live in my household or you know me personally, then I'll tell you. But... Most of y'all that listen to my podcast don't know me like that. Um, but yeah, um, happy uh, Black History Month. Um, I know a lot of Negroes and niggas don't um, express that a lot. You know I me, mean? I love Black History Month. Like, I love being black. You know, I, I think my my black pride has got me through life. And, um, you know, it's me, I'm happy I'm black because ain't nobody like us. You know, we talented. I mean, look, being black and gifted and talented, that's an amazing thing. That's a, that's a good thing. That, you know, that's a good thing to have as a black person. But um, today, um, I'm going to be dropping a lot of podcast uh, episodes, um, so... You know, I got a lot of time to spare on my hands. But, um, yeah. So, the first, you know, episode I want to do for, you know, having a two-week stint, um, I want to talk about a documentary that I watched called Who Killed Malcolm X. And um, Malcolm X is, like, my favorite, you know, civil rights um, movement person because... He was all about the people. And um, I know a lot of people say, oh, Martin Luther King, my favorite person, this person, my favorite person. But to me, I felt like Martin Luther King was a fucking fraud. So I'm not going to. I mean, I can talk about that in another episode, but I felt like Malcolm X should have his own day. He should have, you know, a holiday and everything. Because I, I felt like, you know, the reason why. MLK got his own day because he kissed some white people's ass back in that time. And then when I say white people and all that stuff, to all my white listeners, I'm not racist or nothing. I'm just telling how it was back in that time. So I felt, you know, Malcolm X, them, you know, Malcolm X was that type of nigga that, hey, he'll say it to your face. He'll, you know, he'll say what's on his mind. And if you know me personally, I'm, I'm the same way. You know, I. You know, I don't give a fuck who you is. You know, if I got a problem with you, if I don't like your ass, if I don't fuck with you, you're going to know that shit. I, shit, I don't have to tell you that. I don't, look, I don't have to even tell you that I don't like you. My presence, when you feel my presence, you'll know I don't fuck with you or not. So, um, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, just, it's crazy, man. Um... So, yeah, um, as a little kid, watching the Malcolm X movie with Denzel Washington, that was a great movie. Um, I always wondered what happened. Like, why did Malcolm X get shot by his own people? You know, back in the time, back in the 70s and 60s and, you know, and all that shit, Negroes that was in the civil rights movement, they got shot by white people. But when I saw the movie, I said, you know, me and my dad, he put me on the movie. And I was like, you know, Malcolm X, he got shot by black people. And I, I was shocked because, you know, he was for the black people. He said, yeah, man, you know, just a, Dante, you won't understand. You know, at the time I saw the movie, I think I was like seven, eight years old. So he was like, uh, Dante, you would not understand it. So, um, you know, I, you know, as you know, when I saw that, you know, apartment, he got shot and at that little uh, speech he was giving. 
you know, I, I had so many questions. I was like, damn, how did people have guns? Why did he say don't check nobody for guns? Why he had less security? Why security really didn't have no guns on him? It just, everything is so suspicious. But after watching the documentary on Netflix, Who Killed Malcolm X, it really brought everything to light. It brought, you know, it, it told why Malcolm was shot, what happened between him and the uh, nation of Islam, what happened with him and Elijah Muhammad. It just broke everything down because as a little kid, I was like, you know, what the fuck happened? Like, but anyway, um, yeah, we all know that uh, Malcolm X was, um, <clears throat> was, um, a bad person before he got into the nation. Um, you know, he was a thug, um, you know, a thug from, uh, I think Chicago, um, they called, they called him Red, and, uh, Malcolm, you know, he grew up in a white area, you know, up north, so, um, he grew, he grew up around white people, and his mom was, like, white, and his dad was black, um, his dad was, a was a preacher that smoked his mind, and the KKK one day killed him, um, they put him, they put him on the train tracks, and he got ran, he got ran over by a train, um, but that story was one day it just saw him slipping and they caught him and they tied him to the train tracks and the box car killed him, and um, yeah, so you know losing your father at a long at, at a young age that can really fuck you up. Um, I mean dying. I ain't talking about like your dad walking out on you. I'm talking about your dad. Your dad is dead. Like. There's no way you can talk to him ever again, or you can even hug him, or get you know what. It's, I mean, I know it's one thing lose your mom, but losing your dad as a as a man, losing your dad can really fuck you up. Cause I I don't know a lot of niggas lost their dad at, at an early age. Either they in jail, dead, or they're not doing good in life. Um, yeah. So it's it's just sad how the KKK killed his dad. Um. So after that, um, his dad died and was murdered. Um, his mom's went insane. I think the state took took um, Malcolm and his uh, siblings, and they separated them in different households. And um, you know, Malcolm was was in different uh, foster homes, and that could really could fuck, fuck a person up too. I mean, trust me, I'm not just saying this at my ass. I know a lot of people that have been in foster homes. And they've been raped or the parents are abusive to them, beating this shit out of their ass for no fucking reason. So I understand what how he was feeling. I mean, I, I can't really... I've never been through it, but I, I didn't see kids go through this. So um, Malcolm was a good student in school. Um, he made A's and B's and shit in the white schools. But he just dropped out. Um, I can't remember what grade he was in, but he dropped out. And then that's when he fell in the streets of Chicago. And you know Chicago is not a very good place. Like um, even Chicago was bad back in back in the day. You know now they call it Chirac because it's like Iraq. But back in that time they had hustlers. They had you know they had OGs. They had all that shit back in that time. It's just now Chicago was is wide open. Like I mean back in that time with the, the gangsters and everything. You know they, at least they fought. They they have beef with each other. They fight each other. They're uh, sometimes they get shot, but in this day and age, Chicago is nothing full of full of bitch ass niggas. Like you know, I I feel like if you can't fucking fight and you shoot somebody, you a pussy ass nigga. You gonna spend the rest of life in your jail in jail. You get your ass fucked in your ass. But that's that's more. That's another story. But um, yeah. So he, he dropped out. And, you know, he started dating white women and everything. Like, he, basically, he was like a lost soul. So, I forgot what he did. But, um, I think they got caught with drugs or something. something I, I can't remember um, what happened, but he got caught up in the law. Him and his homeboy and two white girls. They let the two, I don't know, the two white girls that was dating, I think them, they got like a year a month, some months in in uh, prison, but Malcolm and his um boy had got a lot of time, 
So when Malcolm went to jail, he was kind of like he went to prison for the first time. He um, he, you know, he was he was hurting, man. I mean, you know, he was crying and you know and stressed out. I mean, being locked up in the hole, man. You know, you like. I don't care who you is. If you if you go to prison for something and you've been free your whole life, and you just go to jail, the first couple of days, it's gonna be hard because you gotta get used to defending yourself. You gotta get used to somebody tell you what to do. Like when takes like yeah, I guess like you gotta get used to somebody telling you when you gonna eat shit and fucking shave, and then you don't have no privacy really because you might have a cellmate, and then you know it's just. Me, like I like I tell everybody, I'm scared to go to prison. That's why I I, I did get in life. I'm not finna go to jail, and be somebody's bitch. I somebody be my bitch. Like I'm not I'm not doing that. Anyway, but yeah, he spent some time in there, and while he was in there, yeah, while he was in there, um, he found a Muslim, and um, there's a Muslim to my Elijah Muhammad. So if y'all don't know about y'all history or y'all don't know about a lot of stuff, Elijah Muhammad was the leader and the founder of the Nation of Islam. The Nation of Islam is, is Muslims or Muslims that don't, I forgot, they think that, um, if I'm not mistaken, they think God is black or something like that. I, I mean, I don't know. I'm not really into the religion, but um, they believe in certain things. Yeah, they believe in certain things. Um, like Christians believe in the Bible, but they be, but they believe in the Quran and stuff like that. Um, for instance, my auntie and uncle was Muslims um, and everything. So I understand how it is. Um, like I said, he found, he found like the, one day he was in jail and in prison and the Muslims said Elijah Muhammad this number like that, and then once he got out, no, no, once he started reading the Quran in the uh, prison library, that's when he converted to being a Muslim. Um, when he get when he got out, he um, met Elijah Muhammad at a um, at one of the temples, or I, I don't know the name of the, the places they meet, but they um, you know they met and. Malcolm, he took he took Malcolm X under his wing. So um. Yeah, so Elijah Muhammad really showed him the game and how everything was running in the nation of Islam. How, you know, you know how he was a good person. I mean, how he was a good person, and everything, and how he was, um, how he did things. So with Malcolm being so headstrong. He wanted to, he wanted to be that peop that person how Elijah Muhammad was to the Muslims. He was he was basically he's trying to be like Jay Z and Kanye. Kanye was trying to you know Kanye was trying to take over. No no not not Jay Z and Kanye like um Damon Dash and Jay Z how they were first at Rock at Rock Nation they was all together and everything like that and then Dame was trying to be bigger than Jay. So it's kind of like that situation, but um, you know, in the nation Islam, they you know these people back in that time are some animals. Like these niggas didn't give a fuck. These niggas was violent. You know they they handled um their problems with violence, and um, you know these guys were wild. They had guns. They had. They was trained how to fight. Basically, they was trained as soldiers. And, um, you know, these guys, was it's true. And um, it's crazy, man. And um, it's, like, real crazy, man. It's real crazy. Um, let's see. Look at my notes right quick. But um, while Malcolm's time in um, with the Nation of Islam, he re- he always spoke out about every person that didn't believe what he believed in, and um, you know he didn't like JFK, John F. Kennedy. He felt like John F. Kennedy was a fake, and he was trying to 
win the black people over being fake. Um, he didn't like Martin Luther King because he felt like Martin Luther King was a coon. And Martin Luther King was a fucking coon. I believe I, To me, I believe that too. Um, yeah, so he his main beef was with them. Um, you know, Malcolm X always spoke out in the press about them too. And, um, you know, like I said, I feel like MLK was a fucking coon. That, that's my opinion. But, um, yeah, um, and Malcolm, you know, he was doing his own speeches. He was, you know, he was doing his thing. And Elijah Muhammad, him being a fucking hater, he started noticing that, hey, Mal- hey these people really following Malcolm more than me. So, um, you know, Elijah Muhammad, you know, he felt like since he put Malcolm X on his feet, like gave him a house, gave him a car and shit like that, he felt like, you know, Malcolm X was his son. Um, And plus, the crazy thing about it was Elijah Muhammad had a lot of kids and he had a son, Elijah, Elijah Jr., but you rarely seen him or... Most time, Elijah Muhammad was spending his time with Malcolm X. Um, and then the son, you know, the son started hating on Malcolm X. I mean, who, what son wouldn't hate on it? Wouldn't hate on a person that's taking, more, you know, taking their dad away from them? I mean, that, it, that shit always happens. Like shit, like with sports. It, you know, usually the player, the coach's son on the team, be sorry as fuck. And the coach, the the coach try to you know they they find somebody else to invest in, and the son get upset and start hating and and this was the case, um. You know I felt like, you know. They could have talked about this, you know they could have worked it out, but you know how niggas are we don't like this open our fucking mouth, um, yeah so, Elijah was Elijah. Muhammad was really feeling the pressure that Malcolm X was taking over, like was trying to take over the you know nation of Islam, and I, I don't know. I felt like once Malcolm got that confidence, then he felt like okay, I, I can do this. I can take over the nation of Islam. I mean, who wouldn't? I mean, Malcolm had a, you know, Malcolm's voice was more stronger than Elijah Muhammad's, like. Elijah Muhammad can talk to to a crowd, and they'll follow him. Yeah, but when Malcolm, when Malcolm stepped in the room and talked, you felt his words, you felt his anger, you felt his emotions. You know, you felt everything. You felt like you was going through the same thing he was going through. Other one, Muhammad, like Muhammad, oh, I can't talk. Sorry, Elijah Muhammad, he'll just talk and be like, yes, this, 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 that, this, that, this, that, but. Elijah Muhammad, what have you been through? So a lot of people, you know, back in that time, a lot of pe, a lot of black people were struggling, jobs and all that stuff. But anyway, um, yeah. So um, when JFK got killed, assassinated at the parade, um, Malcolm made some comments. I forgot what the comments was, but it was kind of, it was like a comment dissing JFK. And the crazy thing, the crazy thing was that JFK and the nation of Islam was cool with each other. And and that was kind of weird, you know, all black corporation cool with a white man. I mean, it's it's, it's kind of weird. So, um, once the press stated that Malcolm X said, like, they basically said Malcolm X was happy that that JFK was dead and got shot. And um, Elijah Muhammad did not like that because, like I told you before, they was cool. Him and JFK was cool. And they suspended Malcolm X um, for, like, 30 days or something, something like that. It was, a, it, was for, it was for a long time. So, um... Yeah, he he got suspended, so he couldn't talk. He couldn't talk out in public. He couldn't even be seen in public. I mean, he could be seen in public, but he could not be representing the nation of Islam. So, um, so while uh, Malcolm was suspended, you know, he was hurt. He was like, "Damn, well, okay, I fucked up." 
So he wanted to get reinstated. So he felt like if he recruited Muhammad Ali, that he'd get back good with the nation. So um, he went to Miami to to see uh, Muhammad Ali. My bad, his name was Cassius Clay. <laughs> so he went to Miami and like you know saw him and you know they became best friends. They came became good friends. And then he he you know he told uh, Cassius Clay that hey you know Muslim this Muslim that the nation is good can take care of you you know stuff like that. So once my once Cassius Clay announced he changed his name to Muhammad Ali. Malcolm thought he was back in the nation. So when Muhammad Ali, you know, joined the nation, Malcolm did not get reinstated. Muhammad Ali talked to um Elijah Muhammad and he, I guess he told him some bad things about Malcolm and Muhammad Ali went on record and said that, you know, he basically he did he he turned his back on Malcolm X and said, well, Malcolm X is his own man. He he on his own. He on his own. So Malcolm was upset. I mean, think about it. I mean, shit. If you trying to get reinstated, man, you, you know you you did something big. You you have a at that time a big black. Celebrity during that time, Muhammad Ali joined the Nation of Islam. That that's a big thing. That's gonna bring in money and everything like that. So um, so yeah, he turned his back on Muhammad. Elijah Muhammad made Muhammad Ali turn his back on Malcolm X. So once that happened and he was not getting reinstated, it kind of fucked Malcolm up. And Malcolm and Malcolm was really, really upset about that. I mean, think about it. I be, should I be upset too? Shit, I'd be like, damn, nigga, I, you didn't. I didn't. I didn't put. You know, I didn't did all the hard work for you. I didn't dealt with these people for you. I didn't talk to the press for you and everything like that. You gonna do me like that? Should I be hurt too? So um. Once um yeah once he, you know. They did get reinstated. They, you know, they all said fuck Malcolm. Malcolm started airing out Elijah Muhammad's business, and um, you know, it was crazy, man. Like everybody thought, you know, basically he exposed <laughs> this man's dirty laundry. So apparently, Elijah Muhammad been fucking with little girls, um, like fifteen, sixteen, seventeen year old little girls, and he's like. 50-something at the time, and he got him pregnant. And, and then Malcolm stated that it was, um, I think it was eight girls. Yeah, eight teenage girls. He got pregnant, and he said that Muhammad was a fraud, saying that um, he only cared about the money that his followers was um, bringing in. Because the Nation of Islam had stores, closing stores, restaurants, and all that money they make, it it goes to the Nation of Islam, the the headquarters, and that's why the Nation of Islam was so, you know, powerful because it had so much money. Um. And once Malcolm said that, I mean, he knew that he was not like he like when once he said that, it was to a, it was a breaking point. Cause you can't get mad at Malcolm for saying that. I mean, shit, you y'all done him dirty. So um, after you know that it was basically Malcolm versus the Nation of Islam, and then Malcolm had his own Muslim um group that he was starting, and it was like ugh, it was just distant. It was like beef. It was like um Muhammad and um his his people the head people of the nation of Islam they'll diss Malcolm oh Malcolm this Malcolm's a hypocrite Malcolm Malcolm is a you know a liar Malcolm this Malcolm that and um and that shit is crazy man it's it's crazy how you know you start for you like you look up to a, a man that you know that you love so much and now y'all enemies so it's just like damn um. While that um had was going on, um, 
I think Malcolm knew once one of the people from the nation is on said we're gonna cut his tongue out and mail it to my uh to my uh Muhammad. I think he I think he kinda knew that, okay, now he's guys trying to kill me. Um when you feel like somebody's trying to kill you, in my opinion, I feel like you should, you know, leave you know, leave or go somewhere that's private. But remember, in Nation Islam, there was everywhere. There was in the whole fucking state. I mean, the whole fucking state, the whole fucking uh, country. So he couldn't run. Um, and the crazy thing about it, I didn't know before he got shot that he was homeless. Like, he was homeless as hell. Like, basically, Elijah Muhammad got him evicted out of his house. Um, stopped paying him. Um... You know, and everything. It was just crazy, man. My, my, like, Muhammad had so much power. He just snapped his finger, then Malcolm's ex-freaking life was unfolding. But Malcolm didn't really, you know, complain about it. So, look, when you lose your, when you lose your home and you have a family and you have no money coming in, that's a very hard pill to swallow. You go from taking hot showers and eating home cooked meals, and now you live in a hotel, and uh, in your car. You know, that's a scary feeling. But um, yeah. So um, the day of Malcolm X getting killed, it was funny because it's it's funny because he said. Don't check nobody for weapons. Don't, you know, he had a small security staff. And um, it was weird because, you know, when I saw the movie and I saw the documentary, I was like, I think Malcolm knew he was going to die. I knew he was like, it was no other way that he was going to live. And um, because think about it. At these Muslim speeches, you know, people walk in and everything. They, they usually check for weapons, but he said don't check for none. And the crazy thing about it was the night before he died, the week before he died, he was getting death threats. He said, like, one guy was like, don't don't come to the uh, speech. You're going to light your ass up. We're going to kill you. You're going to, you know what I'm saying? Like, these people was calling Malcolm at a hotel. How the fuck, how the fuck people know you at a hotel? Think about it, man. There's Muslims everywhere. And you shit, you wouldn't know that there was Muslims. So Malcolm had eyes on him everywhere. And that's scary. When you at a hotel, you're trying, you're trying to chill and everything, and then somebody's calling you saying they're going to kill you. And on top of that, his house got bombed too. It's crazy. Like, Malcolm had a crazy week before he died. House got bombed and everything, and, you know, the police said, Malcolm, do you need security? He said, no, I don't trust y'all. And, and the, crazy thing about, the crazy thing about that was, there's some, there's some um, theories that um, the police department was working with the nation of Islam to kill Malcolm. So it was crazy because it, they said it was no police around the area when he got shot. And that's crazy. But... I mean, okay, when he did the speech and everything and got killed, it was crazy. Um, it was very crazy. Um, so on the story, in the movie, well, based on the movie and the, the documentary, um, It was um, first they accused three guys of killing Malcolm X. Um, Thomas Hayer, Thomas 15X Johnson, and Norman 3X Butler. Um, when Malcolm got shot, everybody was running everything. Everybody was like scared. So some guys 
saw the guy, one of the guys that shot Malcolm and started beating his ass. So he got arrested and said, okay, he told what happened, but he lied on the two other guys. Apparently it was five shooters that's unknown that did the shooting and they never caught him. So um, on the documentary, they talked to um, they talked to Norman Butler and he was like, "Yeah, I didn't do it." You know, like crazy thing about it was these these two guys that was in jail, other two guys that was in jail, they was not even in the goddamn area when then Malcolm got shot. But these dudes, these dudes did twenty to twenty-two years, and that's crazy. And you know, you know how you know. Back in that time, a black a black life didn't matter because if you kill somebody, I feel like you should get life. But these niggas got twenty two, twenty to twenty two years, and that's crazy. And um, they never found so finally, um, Hare confessed that the two uh Butler and um Thomas was innocent. It was other guys. That um killed Malcolm X, and he named their names. But think about it. Back in that time, that happened in what nineteen sixty seventy. So you know you can change your name. You know you you know they didn't have no identities. They didn't have nothing. Like people didn't people. Uh, people knew who they were. But think about it. The nation of Islam, people, the followers. The Muslims, they seen what happened. And think about it. They didn't say nothing. Because think about it. Like a lot of people. It, look, the Muslim community was divided. Because some people was on Muhammad's side. And some people was on Malcolm's side. And it was some people that wanted to kill Malcolm. In the nation of Islam. So. What got me was. like People would say, yeah, I heard that. Uh, Bradley, you know, Bradley X killed Malcolm X, but I never said nothing about it. I mean, I ain't see it. I, people won't say nothing about it. I was like, wow. So y'all claim y'all love Malcolm X and want just for him, but one of y'all own brothers, five of your brothers killed this man. And then on top of that, Malcolm X got hit with a fucking sawed off shotgun. And he got hit with two AKs. No, not two AKs, two handguns. Uh, I can't I can't remember the um the name of the guns, but Malcolm got lit up. I mean they showed the autopsy picture and everything. He he got hit in the chin. The the shotgun fucked him up. The shotgun hit him in the chest. Basically the shotgun killed him. That's what it said, the shotgun killed him. Because when Malcolm was coming up, Malcolm they said Malcolm was um speaking and the guy came up with a gun and shot him like Malcolm, it said Malcolm was looked at him and smiled and then shot him and once he got hit with that and then the other guys came by one by one and shot Malcolm with some handguns it, like it, it was crazy it was like some it was like an execution style kill and the crazy thing about it was all the shooters was in different spots of the auditorium and they lit his ass up So I'm like, damn, your own people killed you. Oh, because of disagreement with you and Elijah. But um, they said after the shooting and everything, they, you know, the cops came and the cops really didn't care because, you know, they hated Malcolm X. So they were not really looking for evidence. They were not really, they left some evidence in the auditorium. They didn't take some evidence with them. This is crazy. And they said, you know, Basically, the government just accused because of, because the guy that got caught, Hare, said, "Oh, these guys did it. They just arrested him." I mean, they have no evidence that these guys killed Malcolm X. They just went by what the guy said. They got caught, and that's fucked up. It's crazy now. That's that, y'all talking about the court system bad now. You know, the court system was bad back in that time. You know, I mean, you know how many fucking posts I see on Facebook saying, "Oh." The man erroneously accused of a crime got paid two five million dollars, and these niggas be serving like thirty years. So it's it's crazy, but 
Um, yeah, so, um, like I said, people in the nation knew who killed Malcolm X. They just didn't want to say that because they don't need hurt. Or they just didn't care. Um, I think about it, man. Me, I, I would have said something because that man had a family, though. He had like six, seven, eight damn kids. And a wife. You know, that's 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 tough. That's that's real fucking tough. And then when they interviewed her, man, she man, she was just looking like, man, like she knew what happened. Like she knew who did it. And everybody know Elijah Muhammad had something to do with that with killing Malcolm X. I don't care I don't give a fuck no what nobody say. I don't give a damn. Even the the people the people in the in the nation say, Oh, you know, no nah. And it's crazy. People is defending uh, Muhammad, saying, "Oh, he'll never do such a thing. He'll never do something like that. He'll never, he'll never do that." Come on now, y'all sucking this nigga dick that damn good to realize the fucking truth. He killed Malcolm X. I don't give a fuck. What nobody say he had something to do with it. He he ordered the hit, and the guys delivered. And think about it: when the guys shot him, they disappeared. Except for one who got caught. And that's crazy. And I feel like that's fucked up. Like, I know if one of y'all cousins or somebody that you want somebody to fuck. If somebody seen that shit happen, you would want them to bring that person bring that person to justice. And they ain't bring they ain't bring the right people to justice. And it's crazy because you know, people saying, but Malcolm, like, God, he didn't deserve it, but, I mean, he was talking. I'm like, come on, man. It's called freedom of speech. Freedom of goddamn speech. So, I'm just like, I'm just, and I'm, I'm, I'm just shocked that, you know, they hit a lot of things. And on top of that, the guy that killed him with a shotgun, this nigga is walking around fucking... Newark, like he just like a regular good person. This nigga, this nigga had a boxing gym. This nigga's on a fucking mayor's um commercial. Like this nigga is walking around, and people knew that he did it, and that's crazy. Me, I'm good fuck. I told I told something like if I heard something, I heard these guys five guys shot this man and killed this man in cold blood. And top of that, they made sure this nigga was dead. And plus, on top of that, they shot this nigga in front of everybody. They ain't had no mask or nothing. They was out. I mean, they was in clothes, and they shot this nigga. In cold blood. And all he wanted to do, all, all he wanted to do was help the world, bring, you know, bring black people justice. But y'all niggas is upset because he disagreed with y'all so-called fraud-ass king. Using y'all for money. Elijah Muhammad was rich as hell. And he was a fucking millionaire. And then in one year, he brought in, what, 15 million damn dollars off his followers. But people don't see that. People on the, people on the documentary, oh, you know, man, Elijah Muhammad, you know, he got bad things, but he's still a good man. I'm like, come on, man, but... Y'all crucifying R. Kelly because you fucking little girls. But back in y'all time, oh, you know, you know, you know, he's still a good man. He helped us out. Come on, y'all, man. The black community is very fucking stupid. I never, I, that's the one thing I hate about being black. The black community, is, I fucking, I can kill somebody. And I'm a bitch ass nigga. I'm a fucking piece of shit. All that shit. If a celebrity or somebody kills somebody, oh, he didn't do it. He did that. He, he didn't do it. And I ain't gonna lie with the whole R. Kelly thing. I did the same thing. He didn't do it. Unless I, you know, me, I gotta hear the facts. But come on now. The black, and in the black community back then was stupid too. That's him, but back in my day, we was a girl, and they, they, no, the fuck, I was not. It was not. Look, at all our time on this fucking earth, black people, we always been fucking divided. 
We got some coon motherfuckers. We got some Uncle Tom motherfuckers. And we got some whole ass motherfuckers. Like, think about it. With slavery, who gave the green light for the Europeans to come over here? I mean, could come over to Africa and take the slaves, the African kings, over a fucking triangle trade that didn't really work out for them. On the plantation. Think about it. On the plantation. It's always been divided. Oh, he a house nigga. He a field nigga. Don't get him in trouble. Like, come on, man. Like, I'm speaking facts. Like, right now, like, me, a nigga nigga would kill me right now than a white person. It's crazy, man. Like, Niggas can niggas can kill each other. Niggas, you know. I mean, not in my generation, it's fucking worse. They can do anything they want with us. They can kill us. They can do this. They can do that. They can, you know, rob a nigga and it's like this. But if a white person kills somebody, oh man, he he, the world is so crazy racist. But if a nigga kill a nigga, it's, oh man, rest rest that little JoJo. So. It's crazy, man. I just got walked around. Walked around. For a hot, until the day he fucking died. Bradley X. And he didn't, and nobody didn't confront him. Nobody didn't do nothing to him. But when, what, when Malcolm talked about Muhammad, oh, that niggas want Malcolm head. It's crazy, man. It's just like, damn, like, messed up. Real messed up. Real messed up, man. I mean, I know in in our generation, somebody kill off somebody we love, or somebody we I want our homeboys. We gonna roll up on the ops. Y'all niggas are scared because he had a shotgun. Like he a bitch ass nigga. Like, and the crazy thing, the crazy thing about it was, you know, he had a troubled past. Bradley X, he was, you know, assault with a weapon, assault with his hands, and you know this and that. I don't give a fuck. Any man can get beat. I mean, he was a baseball star and stuff like that, but I guess the streets got to him. I don't know. But I still find it, like, crazy how this man... I'm going to say it again, how he walked around and nobody didn't do nothing to him. Nobody didn't confront this nigga. Oh, I know he did that, but... Like, it's like every time they ask, you know, who came out of match. Yeah, I know, but I ain't going to say nothing. Like, come on, man. Y'all stupid. Y'all lame as fuck. And y'all supposed to be supporting Brother Malcolm. I know Malcolm right now is turning over, turning over his fucking grave because this is bullshit. It took this long to find out who killed Malcolm X. Like I said, the guy, Bradley X, he killed him with a sawed-off shotgun. He passed away, uh, I think, this last year. But, I mean, you can't do nothing now. You can't do nothing about now he's dead. So it's like, damn, okay, we know who killed Malcolm X. But nobody ain't posting that. Nobody ain't saying, oh, you think God is out who did it. But when Nipsey fucking Hustle died, oh, Tupac, shit. Nah, I can't say Tupac. When Nipsey Hustle died, oh, yeah, worried about that shit. I mean, I know we a younger generation, but come on, we gotta pay respect to the the old school, man. The old, without the old school, look, we wouldn't be here. We would not be here. We would not even shit. It would still be all black fucking schools. It was like, think about it, man. The the old school really paved the way for us black people today. And it's sad that some of us black people just like, we take it for granted. I don't take it for granted. So, you just got to think about that, man. It's just, you got to think about But, um, but as I say is, man, to Malcolm X, I know he's dead, he can't hear me, but I want to say thank you, man. You paved the way for us to speak our mind. Remember, man, me to speak my mind. 
even though I never met you, I wasn't live when you was making these speeches and everything. It's crazy as a little kid when I saw you, you know, saw the movie about you. I was like, wow, like this dude was a badass. Like this dude stood up to the police. This dude stood up to any man that disrespected him. This man went to jail. This nigga that came from the mud. Like this dude, this dude, came, this dude, like I'm telling you, like Malcolm, you came from the mud. I know some guys that get out of jail and they can't get no job. They can't, you know, they can't re, you know, they can't get back on their feet. But you was a felon. You did your time, and you made a name for yourself. You made a big name for yourself, and I feel like people don't pay your respect. They don't. But they pay respect to Martin Luther King, his coon ass. He's a fucking coon. He was a, he was a fucking coon. And I believe when you say he was a fucking coon. He, he I feel like Malcolm, and I feel I feel like MLK was not a real nigga. I felt like he he was not willing to fight with his people, get his ass beat with his people, get straight water holes. He's type of guy that send people out, send people out here and say don't have no weapons, don't fight back. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? The people got killed behind MLK's fucking stupid tactics. Talking about he was following Gandhi. Man, Gandhi's from damn I don't know where the fuck he's from, but he's from a different fucking country. So when you said MLK was a fucking coon. Shit, you was right. And the crazy thing, the crazy thing about that Malcolm was you was too real for these white people, and some of these niggas, and they felt like they had to take you out. Malcolm, man, I just wish you were still alive, man. Cause I felt like you, I felt like you could have made more change. You did, you changed the world. A little bit, but I felt like if you was on this earth a little bit longer, you would have, you know, I felt like you would have put money into the black schools. I felt like you'd have got a black school sponsored by the government. Like I felt like a lot of things would be different. I feel like, and I, I feel like you'd have changed the black community. I really, I really feel that way. And me, you have. You know, inspired me to speak my mind. You know, it's a price to speak in my mind, but I don't care. You know, you're going to find out who your real friends are. You know, every day you get up out of bed and get ready for a new day. So, Malcolm, I feel like you should have your own holiday. I feel like you should, you know... Shit, have some damn clothes, shoes named after you or something. Shit, have a damn college named after you. You know, X, Malcolm X. Like you made, you made the name big. Every time somebody tell me they say Malcolm X, they don't say Malcolm. They say Malcolm X. And I felt like, you know, your kids missed out on a, you know, on a good guy. You know, some of your kids, they knew you, but they didn't know the whole story until after you died. So, um, yeah. So, I love you, Malcolm, man. Like I said again, thank you for inspiring me to talk my shit, do this podcast. Just thank you, man. And I, I always would keep your name alive. Not a lot of people don't mention your name, bro. And I feel like that's disrespectful. But they mention MLK's name. Oh, he's the best thing. He changed the world. He changed the No, 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 no. You did. You changed everything. I love you, Malcolm. And rest in paradise. But anyway, guys, um, that's it for this episode. Um, like I said in the first part of the episode, um, I will be dropping multiple podcasts today, episodes today. Um, I'm going to talk about the, the Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury fight. Um, going to talk about uh, Dwayne Wade's 
and his son. I mean, my bad, his daughter, Zayla. I won't give my input on that. Um, you know, another episode we're going to talk about um, the upcoming football season I'm having. My rookie year. I'm so, I'm so excited. And I don't know. I might... I don't know what I'm talk about, but you know I find something to talk about. But um, yeah, I said hope everybody's having a good day, man. And remember, man, don't make nobody, don't ever make nobody feel like you need them. You know, don't ever make somebody, don't don't make nobody feel like you need them because they feel like they can treat you any kind of way. Because I'm in a situation right now. I'm not gonna say the details, but. I'm in a bad space right now, and I gotta do a lot of figuring out to do. So, um, y'all just pray for me, man. Pray for me. No, p- please pray for me, man. I need the prayers, man. I I really do. Like, just make sure you know. Pray for me, man, because I need it, man. I'm not really a holy person, but I'm in kind of. You know, thinking about a lot of stuff because you know, I and after this season, my life can change. So I'm kind of like, you know, scared because I'm kind of you know stuck in a hard place. But y'all just pray for me, man. I'm just going through it. Like I said, I don't complain about shit. I just got to deal with it, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't do all that bitching, you know, I don't know, oh my god, this happened, this, no, I'm not gonna do that, me, I feel like, as long as I got my parents, and my family on my side, and God on my side, I'm good, I can get through it, so, y'all just bless me, man, and like I said, after this episode, take a little break, get some food, and I'm gonna do some more uh, episodes, so thank y'all for listening, and thank y'all for the support. Um, the support has been real. Um, trying to get, you know, I'm trying to get paid from this shit too, man. You know, trying to get paid from this shit. So y'all keep sharing my uh shit, man. Y'all keep talk, telling people about my podcast. I think I'm a good podcaster. I mean, I'm not, I don't think I'm a great one, but I got some new, some things to work on. But, um, y'all just... Keep motivating me doing podcasts, man. It's, man. Please give me like feedback. Send me send me uh, messages. I really appreciate that. Um, but I'm gonna get off of this, man. Get some food. Get dressed. Get some food. And I love y'all. So y'all stay safe. Stay safe. No to drugs. And just always chase your dreams. Don't let nobody. Don't, don't let nobody um, destroy your dreams. All right. Your boy is out. Stevie J out. Love y'all. Soul Grease. Peace.